Warren Buffett, BlackRock, and other institutional players dominate investments in commercial aviation. Why? Because it's one of the most profitable and predictable alternative assets that exists. And it's not tied to other markets such as real estate and the stock market. Is it safe? Well, imagine triple net leases to the likes of American Airlines and British Airways. Income is contractual and guaranteed by some of the biggest named airlines in the world. That's why this kind of investment was never available to the ordinary accredited investor. That is until now. Visit accesswealthaviation.com and check it out for yourself. Invest in an institutional team with over 200 plus years of combined investment experience in the aviation sector. Conservative investing with double digit returns and tax advantages. That's accesswealthaviation.com. Accesswealthaviation.com. Worried about saving too little too late for retirement? The Wealth Accelerator may be exactly what you need. With the help of some of the oldest and most reliable insurance companies in the country, Wealth Accelerator allows you to take most of the upside of any good year in the stock market and use bank loans to magnify those returns significantly. And what if the stock market has a bad year? No need to fear. Wealth Accelerator is engineered so you don't participate in the losses of the market, no matter how bad of a year it is. Sounds too good to be true, right? But it's not. It's simply the same financial engineering that the ultra-wealthy have been doing for years. Now it's your turn. Check it out for yourself by going to WealthFormulaBanking.com. Again, that's WealthFormulaBanking.com. You are listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast with Buck Joffrey. Get ready to change your life. Welcome, everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with the Wealth Formula Podcast. I'd like to start today by telling you all the great things on WealthFormula.com that you need to go and get. The first thing is the Weekly Wealth Widget. The Weekly Wealth Widget is the name for my newsletter now, which is not quite the same as it used to be. So the weekly wealth widget is now going to include everything that was on the newsletter before, but also we're going to have a weekly bite-sized educational piece that is going to slowly but surely build your financial IQ. So every week you can get, you know, it might be some terminology, some concept, et cetera, that, you know, you hear all the time when you are listening to an investor show or when you're listening to your financial planner and they don't want you to know what they're talking about, et cetera. So that is the Weekly Wealth Widget. Go ahead and sign up for that at wealthformula.com. Also, you can get to participate in Investor Club if you're an accredited investor. And of course, an accredited investor means you have a net worth of a million dollars outside of your personal residence, or you make $200,000 per year or $300,000 if you are filing jointly. Again, lots of deal flow and education on wealthformula.com by clicking on Investor Club. Let's get to today's show. Now, this show is about leverage. So what is leverage anyway? The action of a lever, by definition, is to gain some kind of advantage. Now, it can be a physical advantage, like when you're using a tool, or in finance terms, as many of you know, leverage is the use of borrowed money to enhance buying capacity and hopefully in the process increase your return on investment. Now, a few shows ago, I emphasized that my belief was that the currency coveted by most people, whether they realize it or not, is time. Now, I equate wealth with time rather than dollars in the bank. 
Therefore, time is my currency of choice. So on this show, we often emphasize the idea of residual or recurrent cash flow via real estate or other investment vehicles as the primary means of giving you more time to do things that are important to you. However, there is another way to increase your bottom line on time, just like there is with a business where you cut expenses. That is to reduce the amount of time spent on things you'd rather not do. Right. So that's another way to free up time, not just make more money, but also cut out time that is wasted or unwanted on tasks. Tim Ferriss talked about this about a decade back in the four hour work week, and that became very popular. I mean, that is a great book, by the way, if you haven't read it, it's actually really funny, too. It's a little outdated now because I think a lot of the stuff he talks about, you know, became very popular. And now it's very difficult to find the kind of services he's talking about the way he did it. But Tim writes about outsourcing just about everything using a virtual assistant that he had in India. It was a company called Brickwork, which is definitely not as good as it used to be. That's for sure, because I even tried to contact them several years ago. But I mean, this was really funny. He was outsourcing everything, even going as far as having something in there about where he had the virtual assistant talk to an angry girlfriend on his behalf. I mean, it was hilarious. But anyway, Tim Ferriss made this very popular about a decade ago, and I was actually inspired by Tim's book. And I tried using virtual assistants for a while, but the hardest part for me was always dealing with companies overseas where there was a big language barrier and often there was, you know, substandard quality of work. So eventually I dropped the whole notion of virtual assistants in my business life altogether. And I never actually really thought about using them in my personal life. That is until recently meeting a guy by the name of Ari Mizell at a Genius Network meeting. Ari's built a company called Leverage that combines highly trained English speaking virtual assistants combined with training on how to best automate your business and personal life. It's really a neat company. So why have Ari on Wealth Formula podcast, right? Our investors show when we talk about cash flow, et cetera, because ultimately going back to what we said before, wealth is time and Ari is the king of maximizing time for productivity and leisure by essentially hacking off all the unnecessary and unpleasant tasks in life. This is a service that I think that when I heard about this, I thought to myself, man, there's so many people listening to my show who are going to love the idea of this service. So anyway, that's why I have them on. And when we come back, you'll learn all about it. This really could change your life, folks. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Ari Mizell. He is the author of Art of Less Doing, More Living, Idea to Execution. And he's also the founder of a company called Leverage, which we will talk about in a few minutes. But first of all, welcome, Ari. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, Ari, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up getting to this company, Leverage, from where you started. Sure. So I basically, after college, started working at Woodallman doing construction in upstate New York. And I was living a very unhealthy lifestyle and ended up getting very sick from the lifestyle and the stress that I was under and was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 23, which seriously derailed what I was doing. It went from doing these 18-hour hard-charging days to basically having trouble getting one hour of work done in a given day. So in order to help 
manage that situation, I ended up developing a brand new system of productivity, which I called at the time less doing. And the idea was less doing, more living. And I wanted to help people outsource everything in their lives in order to be more effective. And I developed that into a full-on program with nine fundamentals of how to get more done in less time and was able to overcome my Crohn's disease through obviously a combination of that and multiple other things with nutrition and supplements and fitness. But I ended up building this company, Less Doing It. I was teaching and consulting around the world. And about 18 months ago, I was having dinner with my friend Nick Sonnenberg the day after a very large US-based virtual assistant company went out of business. We were discussing it and how we would have done it differently and decided to do our own. And about 24 hours later, we launched Leverage with free tools. We never put a penny in the company and we were profitable and scalable from day one. And here we are 18 months later, we've grown revenue at about 20% a month every month. We've got 110 people in 16 time zones doing over 1,000 hours a week work for over 400 clients. And the value prop is that we can do anything. So it's a unique service and we get to work on all sorts of cool stuff for all sorts of cool clients. Yeah. And this is what I got really excited about. So, you know, Ari, as you know, this show is actually Wealth Formula Podcast. And normally we're talking about money. And the reason we talk about investing and cash flow, and of course, you have a, a little bit of a real estate background too. As you know, one of the keys to cash flow investing or one of the benefits of it is actually creating more time for yourself, right? And so on this show, the way I always approach it is really what are you trying to get? Your currency is not necessarily money. It's actually creating more time. So wealth equals time. So effectively, you're approaching it from a very different perspective, which is, all right, let's get rid of some of the stuff that we don't really need to do ourselves in order to create time. Is that right? Absolutely. I think that people need to be focusing on what they're uniquely best at as much as possible so that everything else can be done. And to be clear, it's a very important order that I've put in place, which is to optimize on and outsource. A lot of times people try to outsource first, and usually that's where people have bad experiences with outsourcing. So if you're looking first, how can I optimize the actual process before I even get into outsourcing it? And even before that, we look at automation. That's where the real productivity comes from. And the thing is, especially that automation component, there's so much that we can automate now. Even a month ago, a person had to do. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about sort of the idea of outsourcing, because this is going to be new to some people, because, you know, a lot of my listeners are had their faces down in the books in medicine or, you know, engineering and so on and so forth for years and years. And they haven't really been focusing on a lot of these interesting things that have come up over the last decade. But certainly, you know, Tim Ferriss wrote about this four or five hour work week, I can't remember, but he was sort of the guy who sort of popularized this a few years ago. But, you know, it was fraught with some problems as I found myself. Can you talk a little bit about what kinds of problems initially that people were having with outsourcing and how your company addresses those? Yeah. So as I said, first of all, like a lot of people try to outsource First, and the problem with that is you take an inefficient process and give it to somebody else, it's usually going to make it less efficient, honestly. So just saying like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. It's too annoying or too hard. or I don't know how to do it. Give it to somebody else. It doesn't make that person's job easier. They probably won't enjoy it. And they're really not set up for success. So whenever I give a talk, I love to say like, how many of you ever outsourced something? And you know, most people raise their hands. And then I say, keep them up and only put them down if you've never had a bad experience outsourcing something. And usually most of them keep their hands up. And a lot of times what I have to say is that 90% of the time, if you have a bad outsourcing site and you've given it to a competent outsourcer, it's usually your fault right? because you didn't clearly explain 
what you wanted or convey your needs to that person. And then, of course, the competent part. Just because somebody is willing to do something cheaper somewhere else in the world doesn't mean that they're actually competent at it. There's a whole complex host of issues there. And so with our company, everybody's really, really highly trained. They're all very capable. I actually don't even like calling them virtual assistants because I think it devalues what they do. But that's what, you know, that's the term that people are familiar with. They're more like on-demand genies, if you ask me. They can yeah. do anything. Yeah. So let's talk about the process because, of course, now you've kind of alluded to the big difference is that you're not just, you know, you're actually helping people with the process of automation and outsourcing in addition to providing the service. So when somebody goes to your site and they think this sounds like a great idea, I mean, how does the process start and how do you onboard people and you know, evaluate their needs and turn that into a plan. Yeah. So what I think is a pretty good welcoming process. And when people sign up, they book a welcome call with us. And that call, we show them how to use our system, how to place a task, like what communication is going to look like. But then we spend some time trying to actually identify what their needs are and what they're going to be. And I always take it for granted how people think is a really complex thing that they can't have somebody else do is actually quite simple in many cases. And I love that when we get to show them that. A lot of times we'll look at the things that are repetitive in their lives or their businesses, the repetitive ones are easier to automate. In general, if something is repetitive in your life, there is probably some element of automation that can be diffused into it. Now, if there's something that you don't like doing, you're bad at it, or you really just don't know how to do it, then that's definitely going to be an opportunity to possibly outsource some sort of an expert. But of course, we want to look at the process first. But then the other one that I like to do is something that I actually stole from Dan Sullivan and Strategic Coach, which was, I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with that. And that's what they call the positive focus. So what we then do is we say, like, what's something that was really big that happened in your business in the last quarter? Some really big accomplishment. And then they tell me and they say, why? Why was that important? And they'll tell us. And then we say, okay, well, so what's the very next thing that you need to do to move that forward? And nine times out of 10, that is something that can be outsourced. Yeah, that's fantastic. And the other thing that's interesting is, and again, for our audience, we're not just really talking about business processes. I mean, we're talking about basic life processes, right? So you alluded to it before. Give us some examples or an example or two of a situation where somebody thought they couldn't outsource something mundane. Well, it's funny. You know, what's mundane to one person is not to another. You know, one thing that always gets me is travel. It's amazing to me how many CEOs of big companies think that they're the only one that can book their own travel. Nobody's ever going to get it right. They're never going to understand. And it just doesn't work that way. It just means that you haven't identified what your parameters are properly yet. Right. So travel is a big one. A good one is gift giving. Mm-hmm. You know how many people would like to give? And businesses, there's so much to gain giving clients and colleagues and vendors and partners gifts. But people don't do it because they don't think about, they don't actually put like planning into it of when they should give a gift, when dare I say like strategically, when is the best time to give a gift? And then also what kind of gift to give. So that's something that we do. We work with a couple different vendors and platforms where we can really look and identify very personal gifts that people will really identify with and value and show that you're checking out their business or sort of like taking them into account. So you don't have to ever think about it again because we're handling it. Yeah. That's pretty nice. I mean, in reality, and what you're getting at, too, is that one of the differences that you're talking about, that this isn't necessarily just online stuff either. I mean, there's offline things that you can automate as well, right? Of course. I mean, everything from meal delivery to grocery shopping to maintenance in your house to office supplies. So we're not just virtual. We do everything in person, too. I mean, our assistants won't be the ones doing it, but we'll manage that. So really that one-stop shop for everything. Right. 
Right. So if you can imagine, if you're in the case of my audience, so maybe two hardworking, you know, maybe there are two physicians in the house and so on and so forth. There's a whole list of tasks. And you talk about things like simple things like giving gifts. You talk about groceries, any number of things that you sit there and, and stress out about, you can potentially outsource. And I think that's pretty exciting. You kind of alluded to some of the software or you know, maybe there's apps and so on out there that people don't really know about that make your lives really easy or simplify things. Can you talk about some of those that, you know, you find that most people don't seem to know about that are real simple and helpful? In terms of software? Yeah, or apps or whatever, you know, I mean, for example, one is yeah. Calendly, for example, and I have not actually started using that That's myself. Yeah. I was just going to say Calendly. Yeah. You know why uh, so I've yeah, actually Cal- strayed away from Calendly a little bit, and I think I need to get over this, is that for me, I always like to have that initial, hey, how's it going? And, you know, try to keep it personal. And it's probably because, you know, I'm a little old school that way. Still try to make it a little bit more personal. And the Calendly seems to make it a little bit less personal. Well, maybe not. Maybe you just add a layer to it, right? You just add it and, you know, say, hey, you know, nice talking. And here's my link. You don't have to just throw a link at them. Yeah, but the truth is, is that you're personally making it more inefficient and more confusing and more frustrating for people by yeah. doing it that way. Yeah, you're know, probably uh, right. Average, I'm sure. The average number of emails required to schedule a meeting is 8.1. Oh, wow. So that's not a very good use of anybody's time. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. What else other than Calendly? Yeah, so that's certainly one. It depends. If in your business, one good example is Slack. So people should not be using email as an internal communication tool. Now, this is probably a much larger discussion that we don't have time for on this show, but it's not a good tool for internal communication. And most people, I don't probably have to explain to them why that is. Right. But so you can actually completely replace email internally by using a tool like Slack to communicate with your team. So that's a good one for sure. But then... Even things like there's an app called Prosper Daily. And what that does is it shows you all your transactions on your credit cards and your checking accounts in a Tinder style fashion. So you can swipe left and right. And <laughs> unlike Mint, annular, unlike this is what I spent today. And you get a sense of things. And if there's a charge, it's no good. You can swipe left and they will actually follow up on it for you to find out what the problem was. Yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's like a whole host of different things that you can do. And it's just a matter of, you know, freeing up time to do the things that you want. So what does your day look like? I mean, are you pretty much outsource everything at this point? I mean, what? (laughs) tell me how your day starts and how it goes along and how it's different from somebody who doesn't outsource things. Well, uh, yeah, so it depends on the day, of course. And I have my schedule set up in a way that I really, like I know what I'm in for in a given day. And so on Mondays and Fridays, things are not scheduled. We block that off. Tuesdays and Thursdays are the closest thing that I could call like a buffer day, as a lot of people in strategic coach would call it. Although yesterday, Nick and I spent five hours recording eight episodes of our podcast. And then Wednesdays today are the really busy days where I have like 12 appointments back to back. But a lot of the outsourcing that I'm doing actually is personal stuff for the most part. So I have four kids. Just recently, my VAs found summer camp for them. And most annoying thing for me is having to fill out the same form three times. And these forms for camp are now 20 pages long because you have to tell them every single possible thing about your child. So they did that, signed all that for me and took care of it. A lot of research, a lot of shopping stuff. Booking travel is a big one too. So for me, I travel a lot for work, for speaking and consulting. And they're doing all the travel booking for us and for my family. So, I mean, the biggest thing for me is just that I can have three kids with me and have 
seven seconds to say something and I can just shoot that off on my phone to one of our people on the team and then it'll get done and I just don't have to think about it again. Yeah. And this sounds like tricky, but one of the things that I liked about your program is that you definitely have coaching. I mean, you have effectively, you have some of these people who can kind of help to talk to you and say, okay, well, this is how you're going to do it. Because that was certainly one of my anxieties as well. And I know there's lots of stuff going on out there, but I'm not exactly, you know, I'm tech savvy, but I'm not, you know, I'm Gen X tech savvy, right? So I'm Gen X also. So don't tell yourself. But <laughs> well, you look younger. <laughs> that's right. Do you still have a Blackberry? But yeah, but I mean, it's certainly that's an element that I think that a lot of people should think about too, because I think there is something about this. It's a, well, Ari can shoot something off to somebody in seven seconds and get it done. Well, it's because Ari does this, you know, all the time. And eventually you can too. You just got to get some of this, get into it and start trying to do it. So, you know, I actually didn't know you had a podcast. So tell me about the podcast. Well, I'll tell you that in one second. The thing I just want to, based on what you just said, to frame for people is to just think about what's on your to-do list. And also think about the situations where you want something on your to-do list to remember it later or whatever. Those are situations where you can literally just give that over to somebody else if you have the right system set up. Right. So that's the only thing about your to-do list done. So the podcast, we have two podcasts, Leverage Podcast and Optimize Automate Outsource Podcast. So the OAO podcast, as we call it, is just me and Nick basically riffing on all the cool things that are happening in productivity that we can usually some updates on the company. The Leverage Podcast is where we interview some interesting entrepreneur about how they work, basically, and what that looks like. So we had four interviews yesterday, which were awesome, and then we did three episodes, and it's a lot of fun, and learn a lot from it. And the podcast is just a great source of new clients for us because they get to really understand what we can do before they actually sign up. Yeah, absolutely, and that's exciting. So, in fact, I wanted to encourage people to look at this, and Ari's been kind enough to offer our listeners a $50 discount. It's actually not a very expensive service, by the way, right, Ari? It's it's like 129 bucks a month, and there's an hourly fee after that. So it's fairly inexpensive, and all of these VAs or whatever you want to call them, higher-level VAs are English-speaking. You know, It's not like you're going to have difficult communication problems and so on and so forth. So I think everyone should definitely check it out. But Ari is giving us a coupon. You can go to wealthformula.com and look for an icon there that says leverage outsourcing $50 off and click on that. And if nothing else, just check it out. I mean, this is a great opportunity for those of you I know who are working your tails off out there to potentially create more time for yourself. That's not necessarily just be because you've increased your cash flow. So Ari, I want to thank you very much for being on the show today. What's the actual website? Yeah, well, thank you for having me, of course. So they can head over to getleverage.com. Getleverage.com. Yeah, sign up with Buck's link and you'll be all set. Awesome. And also, you said that it was $129 a month. The service is $199. $199. Got it. Got it. Sorry about that. Anyway, thanks again, and we will be right back. Self-storage is a necessary evil. It's where you keep your stuff and forget about it. No wonder this stuff is so profitable and recession-resistant. The Wealth Formula community, well, we've benefited from that. We've made lots of money in this space with Reliant Real Estate, one of the largest self-storage companies in the country. With an average investor internal rate of return of almost 34%, with hold times just over three and a half years, these guys know what the meaning of velocity of money is. If you're an accredited investor, make sure to check out what they're up to right now at ReliantFund4.com. Again, that's ReliantFund4.com. 
Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that show. Now, I can see some of my real estate investor friends, literally, I mean, I can just visualize them thinking about the possibilities right now. I mean, contacting sellers, brokers, building databases, et cetera, all these things that you didn't have time to do and you didn't you know, necessarily want to hire a full-time person to do it. One thing that we didn't really mention during that interview, which is really interesting, is that the way that the virtual assistants bill out, I mean, it's literally down to the second, so they don't waste any time. And you can have a very clear understanding of what, you know, there's a lot of transparency and you can really get a sense for how much time this business or these VAs are actually spending on your tasks. So personally, I'm excited about it for all the, you know, personal stuff. I mean, the point here again is that what we're after is time and imagine just, you know, cutting your email time down by 90% and never worrying about groceries or, you know, forgetting about birthdays or finding just the right birthday present or planning vacations. I mean, have it done all for you. How about booking restaurants or travel? I mean, listen, the sky's the limit here, folks. So my action plan for the week for you is to go to wealthformula.com and grab that coupon that we're talking about for leverage outsourcing. It's a $50 coupon and at least check it out. I mean, what have you got to lose other than, you know, all those unwanted hours of tedious tasks, et cetera. And really, seriously, I want to know what you think about this. And so, you know, shoot me an email if you sign up and you start using it at buck at wealthformula.com. And that's it for this episode of Wealth Formula Podcast. This is Buck Joffrey. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always, consult your own financial team before making any investment. See you next time. Buck Joffrey here from Sapio with Buck Joffrey. Aging might become reversible over the next 10 to 20 years. It's already being done in lab animals, so it's just a matter of time. Our challenge? To be healthy enough for when that time comes. As a former scientist and surgeon myself, my goal is to figure out how to do that and to share it with you. I wrote a book called Living Longer for Busy People that you can download for free at sapiopodcast.com. You'll be amazed at just how a few daily adjustments can add years of a healthy life for you. Again, download it for free, sapiopodcast.com.